Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Tech Basketball is battling to defend their ACC title, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Josh Passner Show. Half-floor right for Tech, a crossover down the lane, takes Audrey, fakes the three, crashes in, and dumps it down from the baseline! Jordan Usher with Malice on the dunk! We'll hear from Georgia Tech basketball head coach Josh Passner and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech hoops on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And we welcome you in to start to a very busy streak for your Yellow Jackets. Four games in seven days. It begins tomorrow, though, inside the Camas Pavilion as they take on North Carolina State. We look forward to breaking down that game with you. Also look back at a pair of... Hotly contested road games Georgia Tech had in Coral Gables versus Miami, then Saturday in Charlottesville versus Virginia, and we'll do it all with your tweets and phone calls as we welcome you into another edition of the Josh Pastor Show. 404-231-1680, the number to call if you want to ask your question to head coach Josh Pastor. Also, you can ask your questions on Twitter, at Andy Demetra. And uh, great to have you with us, Georgia Tech, with a hard-fought uh, 63-53 defeat at the hands of Virginia on Saturday in Charlottesville with a Virginia team that famously plays at one of the slowest tempos in the country and with its renowned defense. Very rarely can teams almost make up a 17-point deficit, but Georgia Tech nearly did that on Saturday. They trailed 32-15 in the final minute of the first half. By the 540 mark of the second half, a Michael DeVoe three-pointer had cut the deficit to 2, 49-47. But then a couple of timely buckets by the Cavaliers. Georgia Tech could just not get the responding basket on the other end. And Virginia was able to stretch it out into a 63-53 loss. Georgia Tech heads back tomorrow night, 8 p.m. here inside McCamish as they take on North Carolina State and then back-to-back road games Saturday and Monday at Pittsburgh and at Syracuse. That Virginia game did feature a new career high from Rodney Howard, and we look forward to Coach's thoughts on what he saw from his center. Rodney Howard, 10 points, which matched his previous best of 10, which he set all the way back in the season opener versus Miami of Ohio. Didn't start. Jordan Mecca got that spot at the five, but uh, Rodney certainly made an impact in his reserve minutes. Michael DeVoe had a team-high 17 points as well. Jordan Usher contributed 11, all of them coming in the second half. And now it's on to a North Carolina State team that comes in. Losers of six straight. They've fallen on some hard times, some hard luck as well. They lost 71-69 to Pittsburgh on Saturday. They are hungry to snap a losing streak. And as we know, the recent history in this series suggests another close game may be at hand at McCamish. Georgia Tech has won the last four in the series over North Carolina State, but the combined margin of victory in those four games, 12 points. So make sure you're here early and make sure you stay until the final whistle to see the Jackets through to another win at McCamish Pavilion. And on that, let's welcome in the head coach of your Yellow Jackets, Josh Pastor. Coach, I regret to inform you, I got to be your date at least for the next hour here on Valentine's Day, but we're glad to have you with us on the Josh Pastor Show. Well, first of all, were you mentioning about the North Carolina State margin of victory? Yes. 
it's been unbelievable all the games we've played him. It's literally come down to overtime or one point here or one point there. It's been unbelievable in the <clears throat> in the series that we've played him. And um, <clears throat> the stress level for the coach is not real good. I mentioned after the game we played Virginia when we turned the ball over, I said that's bad for my internal organs. <laughs> I mentioned my liver, my kidneys, my heart. I even threw my bladder. And some people said, I don't think your bladder is an organ, is it? I don't know. Is it? I, I don't I don't know. Anyway, that all being said, Andy, I decline your Valentine invitation. I prefer to be Valentine's with Miller Pope more than you. And I want to give a great shout out to Miller for his birthday was Saturday. I thought he was 33 or 34. He doesn't look a day over than 35, but um, um, happy birthday to Miller a couple days behind. I, I forgot to mention that on the air Saturday, so accept A, my apologies, and B, my belated birthday wishes as well. The man who makes it all go to our right, Miller Pope here on the Josh Pastor Show. All right, do you want to start with the Miami game? Do you want to start Saturday in Charlottesville? Like we said at the top of the broadcast, down 17, but you're able to manufacture some offense in the second half. Had it down to a one-possession game, you know as well as anyone, that does not happen often against a team the likes of Virginia, certainly not when it's on their home floor. Well, let's talk first. We'll use this segment to talk Miami. Next segment, let's talk to Virginia. Segment after that, we'll move into any questions or Twitter questions and also moving forward and thoughts and all that good stuff. So let's talk on Miami. Um, First off, Andy, is that, uh, you know, we came off the win versus Clemson that previous Saturday, as we discussed last Monday, and uh, Miami had come off of of two losses in a row. They lost to Virginia and I think – um, I forget who they played before then, but uh, they had a two-game losing streak, and obviously we knew this was going to be a big game for them. And um, you know, we spent all those two days of preparation uh, in focus of of making sure that we're executing the best that we can. Obviously, defensively, doing the things that we needed to do. I thought our defense the last time we played them did a great job. We had opportunities. We just left a lot of points on the board. And it was sort of the same thing again this game. And versus Miami, we ended up with 18 turnovers. That was the difference in the game, Andy, was the 18 turnovers. Uh, and they and, and the and they went to the free throw line more than us. Uh, I don't know the exact number right. right in, and that's been a common theme. And we can talk about that more. What are my thoughts about that? Where do I... Th- what are my thoughts on officials? Um, we don't want you to say anything that no, can no, no, you the no, pocketbook. No, you no, got no, more no. mouths to feed at home yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I wouldn't do that. I would just be, but kind of where my thought process sure. is, where that is. And plus, if there's a fine, you can afford. You and Miller can handle it, not me. So, um, um, uh, so. But that being said, um, I just felt that. You know, we had some opportunities. We got a great lead again, and this has been a thing with us, Andy, is being able to put 40 minutes together. And we got up 14, 32-18 was our largest lead. We were cruising. I mean, we were really playing well. And I, and the key that allowed Miami to stay in was Wardenberger. He had some timely threes in some situations that um, – that allowed them to hang around and not maybe for us to extend the lead because, you know, you're coming off of two losses. Now they've, for them, they've been down before and they've done a good job of coming back on other teams. But we were up 14 and it was sort of similar to LSU earlier in the year where we got up big and we just couldn't put the nail in the coffin. We weren't able to sustain and, um, um, you know, we went into halftime, I think, up 36-32, if I'm not mistaken. We had a bad fourth foul. Jordan Mecca, I, uh, you know, I started Rodney Howard that game. I 
put Jordan Mecca in quickly in like about two minutes. I felt our pace, not our pace. I just felt we just needed a change of energy. Um, and it wasn't anything that Rodney Howard did or didn't do. I just felt with our, we needed a little change. And I put, I put, um, Jordan Meckin, and I thought he gave us a great lift. And then he, unfortunately, at the end of that half, he picked up his fourth foul um, on, on an offensive rebound attempt. He probably should just let it go, knowing that at the time they ended up getting to the free throw line. Maybe, was it a two? I think 30, was it 36-34 or 36-34? It was 36-34. 30, so that, not only, we were up four, and then he fouled them, and that gave him two free throws to even cut the lead to one possession. It gave him more momentum going in. Um, and we did a good job of McGusty the first half. I don't think he had scored in the first half. It was Wardenberger who really hit big, timely threes against us to allow them to stay in the game in that first half. Um, again, we had some timely turnovers in the first half as well, too, where I felt we, you know, we, we, we could have extended the lead a couple times on fast break. Jordan Usher and Kyle Sturdivant, um, uh, Debo Coleman, one Kyle Sturdivant overthrow Michael DeVoe. Uh, George Usher tried to throw it length of the court, got stolen, and then Debo threw it up to Mike DeVoe. That got stolen. Those were three possessions. Man, you score in those three because we have transition numbers, and you take advantage of those. It can change the game. And I've talked to our guys about that, that so much of it is about transition offense and taking care of the ball because we've had some scoring issues and some scoring droughts uh, throughout the season. Uh, and that's been, an, unfortunately, a, a, a you know, a theme for ours right now that that we've had those issues that we can't turn it over because we need all the shots at the rim at the basket that we can get to give us our best opportunities to put the ball in the basket. Now, last six games, we've been actually been scoring better. If you look at our numbers, the last six games um, and um, uh, but but again, our turnovers are high and we've got to be better about that on those turnovers. Now, you know, we're getting a lot of stops, and that's where I've told our guys, we've got to be better in transition offense to capitalize on our fast break opportunities when we do get an opportunity to get a stop and a, and a break to be able to, to go forward and to, um, um, you know, play in advantage basketball, advantage break basketball. And um, so that's just things that we've got to be better as we enter this home stretch of seven regular season games remaining. I mean, you've got three weeks, basically less than three weeks until we head to Brooklyn in the conference tournament. And so we've got to clean that area up. I really believe our team is getting better. We still have some guys' individual performances that we can, you know, they've got to stay consistent, but some things within our team, we're getting better. But back to the Miami game, it was a seesaw battle. Obviously, there were some things, and let me just say this on the officials, because there is, you know, you know, obviously as a coach, you're going to disagree with some calls. Um, um, that all being said, I have great respect for officiating. I know they have a tough job. I know it's not an easy job. And 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 in the ACC, you're going to get the best got best officials in college basketball. And and I know they are doing the best they can. Now, not always because the speed of the game is so fast, you know, there's going to be missed calls and there's going to be calls and for both teams. Um, I, my only frustration has been um, that I have felt because we've, we, we, we are a driving team a lot. Uh, we don't live and die by the three that, and especially for Michael DeVoe, as much as he drives downhill, um, I, I, I would have thought maybe he was, he would, he's earned the right or because being fouled or because technically once, 
there's an automatic you put two hands on someone that's just the rule for the NCAA rule it's an automatic foul so my only, my frustration is that I think that he's deserves to, to have gotten to the free throw line more than he's actually gotten to the free throw line this year because he has gone downhill a lot and he's had higher usage than he's had before. But again, I say all that to say, look, I understand it's the speed of the game. It's not easy for the officiating to make all right calls all the time. And so I don't spend a lot of time so-called working the officials. I, you know, I, I, I like to coach. I want to coach. I'll say something to the officials if I disagree with something, but sometimes the ball bounces your way. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes there's a call or a whistle that goes your way. Sometimes it doesn't. And um, so I've had a lot of people ask me about officiating, and I've always said I, I have the highest level of respect for officials. I think the ACC gets the best officials. Um, I know the type of job that they have. It's not an easy game to officiate with the speed and the quickness. And there's just going to be times where, you know, just – part of basketball where you're going to you know you're going to disagree with the call or you you have the opportunity to go back and watch a film and and say hey that maybe should have been a foul or maybe that shouldn't have been a call called but in the speed of things mm-hmm. it's not easy and i get that and that's why my respect for officials that are a very high level and the great thing being in this league you're 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 going to get, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the best in the profession work in the ACC. So um, the thing that we can do, we've got to control what we control. We can't worry about if there's a call maybe not going our way. or The only one really need to be dealing with the officials is myself, not our guys. And they've been better about that. Um, uh, but, but we've just got to be able to play through it. We've got to be tough enough to be able to make those drives, to play downhill. You know, basketball is is a freedom game is a rhythm flow energy freedom of movement so there's going to be some contact but that's part of the thing as the nc2a has constantly talked about is freedom of movement and part of our offense really focuses on that that all being said we've got we've had a lot of opportunities on open shots we've got to stick we've got to make layups we've got to make sure that we don't turn the ball or that has nothing to do with the Mm -hmm. officials that's on us and those are things that we can control that we've got to be better at so what you are saying you have sent your valentine's day cars to the officials (laughs) i have i have the highest level of respect for officiating (laughs) and um and everybody knows that i i oh yeah i'm 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 friends with a lot of the guys, and I, do, I think they do a great job. Again, as a head coach in this sport, it doesn't matter what sport it is. You're always going to disagree with calls when they don't go your way. Uh, but that's just that's that's the love of the game, and uh, um, you know. And, and all that being said, um, you know we have the best officials in this league, and that's the great thing about being in the ACC. All right, we'll take our first time out. Continue the conversation with you when we come back again. Four zero four two three one sixteen eighty. The number to call tonight is the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Becoming America's best-selling brand means you never settle for anything less. Like the Ford F-150, with its premium-grade muscle and finely-tuned intelligence, it's a beast with brains. The Ford Bronco Sport, with unquestioned toughness and capability, it's built to take on the mountains. And Ford's complete lineup of all-wheel drive SUVs gives you the power, style, and space you need for life on the go. Contact your local Ford store for exclusive offers on Ford's full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Sales claim based on calendar year sales. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, wherever the mission takes us, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. 
Whether you're driving for distance, pitching for precision, or putting to win it all, come to Edwin Watts Golf Shop to get custom fit for all your clubs throughout your bag. Hit a few balls and let our team show you the latest swing technology and data that will help optimize your game. Having each club tailored to become your gamers will help you start shooting lower scores. Let Edwin Watts Golf Shops help you make every shot the perfect one. Come in and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Guarantee. Hunk of junk, jalopy, hoopty, whatever you may call that vehicle you need to get rid of, Tommy Nova Center calls it life-changing opportunity. When you donate your vehicle to Tommy Nova Center, you donate a perfect job opportunity for people with disabilities. Tommy Novus is no fuss. We'll tow that unused car away for free while you just sit back with that warm and fuzzy feeling knowing you bettered someone's life today. And did we mention, it could also be tax deductible. Call 1-866-NOVUS-AUTO or visit TommyNovusCenter.org to find out how to turn your jalopy into jobs. Becoming America's best-selling brand means you never settle for anything less. Like the Ford F-150, with its premium-grade muscle and finely-tuned intelligence, it's a beast with brains. The Ford Bronco Sport, with unquestioned toughness and capability, it's built to take on the mountains. And Ford's complete lineup of all-wheel drive SUVs gives you the power, style, and space you need for life on the go. Contact your local Ford store for exclusive offers on Ford's full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Sales plan based on calendar year sales. Here comes the slam! Scanny Energy is proud to partner with Georgia Tech Basketball. And just like how the Yellow Jackets set the Nets on fire in the 404, Georgia residents will be fired up once they see these hot savings on natural gas. See for yourself by calling 877-GO-SCANA or visiting ScannyEnergy.com. Missing out on these rates would be a flagrant foul. So call the right play and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit ScannyEnergy.com for great deals on natural gas. Boom shakalaka. The Coach Collins Show. The call of every game. And Atlanta's hometown team bringing you the latest on the Jackets. This is The Fan. Georgia Tech basketball continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Josh Pastner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. Power on Georgia. Another Monday night. Great to have you with us for the Josh Pastor Show. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra. Tomorrow night we'll see it in McCamish, 8 p.m. to tip time between your Yellow Jackets and North Carolina State Wolfpack. Wolfpack fell narrowly on the road to Pittsburgh on Saturday. You guys fell in Charlottesville, but you had whittled that deficit down to two with 540 to go in the second half, had to overcome another slow start. And this is five of the last six games, as I'm sure you're acutely aware, where you guys have fallen behind at least eight to two in the opening minutes. What have you seen where you can manufacture better offense to get off to a better start to begin games? Yeah, that's been an issue is our starts. And actually, a few for the most part this season, our starts have been excellent. Uh, last two games, we didn't get good starts. Last three games, really, we didn't get good starts if you include the Clemson game. Well, you know, you were down 8-2 uh, early to Florida State, 9-3 to Miami here, down 8-2 to Clemson, 8-2 to Miami and Coral Gables, and then 15-4, I think it was, at Virginia. Yeah. No, it's, we just haven't been starting well, and and, and I didn't thinking of it now yeah it's been even longer than just the last three games and and um earlier in the year but we had great starts and we weren't finishing well now we've not started well and we've um <clears throat> you know have been have been finishing strong you know that's one thing about our team is is they've always fought and competed and and battled to 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 make it close but we've got to be able to play a 40 minute game 
Our issue is we can't play 34, we can't play 35, we can't play 32 or 36 or 37. It's got to be a full, complete 40-minute game, and that's no different uh, you know, tomorrow night versus North Carolina State. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think I've started eight different starting lineups this year, if I'm not mistaken, Andy. And um, <clears throat> I don't know where that ranks for my time here at Georgia Tech, my six years here, but I've tried different things to making sure that we're getting the right start. Um, you know, what are we doing? How are we doing? I'm, I, I'm trying to settle into something. You know, I've gone back and forth with Rodney and and um, Jordan Mecca. Um, that all being said is, you know, go, looking at the Virginia game from Saturday, very hard to be down like we were down against Virginia and to give ourselves a shot to come back to really win the game. We had some great opportunities late. We just dug ourselves in such a deep hole. Got down 13 at the end of the first half. We're actually down 17 at one time. And, um, you know, we were just, you know, we just weren't playing well. We hadn't settled in the start of the game. But if, as you're diagnosing, say, the opening five, six minutes of the first half, are you seeing anything your team is not performing at a yeah, good enough level I, to get consistent offense and, and match your opponent? I thought we were, you know, we were running some plays, action to try to, you know, um, get some, get the hedges that Virginia does on the ball screening action to, to create some four on three opportunities on the backside. And, um, we just we just unfortunately weren't converting you know we were had a couple turnovers in some key times took some contested shots that didn't need to be t- took taken um and then we also missed some things you know missed some opportunities as well too but then we i think we got settled in uh, i just think virginia was was good to start the game and we weren't really settled in which you got to give virginia credit for and we eventually settled in and had ended up having you know, a great run the the end of the first half and then really played at a high level the second half and and just, you know, kind of fought and grinded our way back into the game with a chance to actually to win the game. And uh, it, we just weren't able to to get out of the, you know, we dug ourselves such a hole in that first half and playing a team like that, you know, to get that deficit uh, ends up biting you in the butt. Um, but I, but there was a lot of good we did. You know, I thought some things we found a rhythm in the second half. We made some adjustments in the second half offensively that worked our to our advantage. We made a couple adjustments within our zone uh, because Jaden Gardner was really hurting us the first half, and we made some adjustments. Um, I will say Kia Clark just, man, does he hit big shots. I mean, he just he's a winner, and, and he had hit big threes for them. Um, in the game, and two in the second half, one in the first half. He had that big one at the top of the key, and that one on the right slot. Um, and so you've got to give Virginia credit on that, on Kia Clark, on making those shots. And then there was a couple times where we had some looks. You know, we got a couple good opportunities uh, by um, you know Michael Devoe at a corner three. He came off at another uh, side screen, and he had Debo Coleman wide open. He didn't throw it to him. He should have thrown it to him because Debo was wide open and he, in a critical part of the game. He, he had an extra you know two dribbles and allowed the defense to get set, and we didn't get a good shot. Uh, Jordan Usher missed that free throw to cut it to one possession. You know, to 53-50. We were down two, and there's a time or two we just didn't get a stop to maybe try to. Mm get the lead and, and when you dig yourself in that hole against a really good team like Virginia um, you um, you you you've you know you got to get over that hump and get the lead I've really felt the last three times we've played and we've had chances to win the game might have should have won the game two times last year and in and, and Saturday um, 
But, you know, we held Virginia to 38% from the field and 22% from three. The biggest, we had 15 turnovers, 10 the first half, five the second half. Those turnovers versus a team like Virginia just really bite you in the, bite you in the butt. And because you need the possessions, especially when you're trying to fight, scrap, kick, claw your way back. Um, you need all the possessions that you can get. And uh, defensively, I thought our zone was good. Like I said, we held them to 38% from the field. Your goal is to hold a team under 40% from the field. So we held them under 38 and then uh, under 30% from three, we held them at 22%. And we forced them, I think, into 10 or 11 turnovers, which they're not a team that turns it over mm-hmm. a lot. And they're really good at points in the paint, and they did not get a lot of points in the paint. They got a lot from the free throw line. They were 21 of 23 compared to our seven for 10. And um, but in the end, we had some chances and it just like I said, I think in the, in the it, we just, it took us a while to settle in playing against Virginia, especially when you're playing a lot of with a lot of young guys. I didn't know if Davon Smith was going to be able to play. And as I talked to you in the pregame talk, um, um, you know, he did not practice. He practiced very briefly on Friday. His back was bothering him. Saturday, he did not go through shoot around. And at that time, our trainer and Davon said, I don't think I'm going to be able to play coach. My back's really bothering me. And then he said he wanted to try to go through warm-ups, and what I was told is he was not going to be able to play. And then right as we were going to be go out, he says, Coach, let me try to give it a shot. And um, he went in the back to be on the bicycle to try to keep mm-hmm. warm while we were, while we were um, <clears throat> um, you know, getting ready to – while, while the game started, and he played and gave us some great minutes as well, too. I thought Rodney Howard gave us some, you know, played really well. Might have been one of his best games. Caught well, finished well. Um, he was 10 for 10. I think was it your 10 points? Was he 5 for 5? Five, 5 for 7. 5 for 7. Yeah, what made him so effective? Why, what accounted for Rodney having his best scoring game since the season opener? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, he, he did say that to the media today that he prefers coming off the bench. Uh, but I told him I, I, I'll need to talk to him. I said, "Hey, look, I, I don't, I can't promise that. But if that's what you want, I'll do it. But you know, we also want to get good starts too. So um, I just thought he was active. He and I had a good conversation on Friday night at the hotel, and I thought he understood what he needed to do. I thought he was he was active. He had a hit first mentality. He had a presence about him there. I thought he was really good with handoffs and ball screens and sprinting to the rim. I thought his force." And, um, you know, his velocity that he put off the rim, especially when they were greening or hard hedging the, the side ball screens or the ball screens when the Confero and the other kid, um, uh, Shedrick, was getting out there. And so um, I was proud of Rodney. Now, we need to build on that because, you know, Rodney, uh, you know, he's been out a long time with the ankle injury, with the foot injury, came back, did some good things for us, really helped us against Florida State. And then just, um, you know, hadn't has gotten some foul trouble, hasn't maybe been as consistent. I've taken him out quickly on some things, but I really felt yesterday or Saturday gave us a good lift. Um, I did play small for about 45 seconds to a minute. Other than that, I played big the entire game, played 39 minutes of with at least one five man in the game. We started with Jordan Mecca, and then I subbed in Rodney, and I kept Rodney in pretty much the entire game there uh, all the way to the end. So, you know, because, you know, looking at it, even against Miami, when we went small and we took out our five men at the rim, uh, we were getting hurt inside just defensively. Uh, teams being able to score in the paint, and they were able, they were just scoring a little bit too easy down there in the paint. So we've got to make that decision because offensively, we're actually better a lot of times when we're small when Jordan Usher is at the five, 
we give up a lot defensively when we're small, and we're better defensively when we're bigger. And, um, you know, because of guys like Jordan, Usher, Khalid Moore, they're really three men. You know, whereas Moses Wright last year, who was really a four, but you could slide into the five because of his shot-blocking ability, his athleticism, and his and his strength. And um, so we just, you know, that, those are things that, um, you know, we continue to, to um, tinker with and adjust and do the best that we can to give our team, you know, scheme strategy-wise the best that we can do. And those are things that we're looking at. And, uh, um, you know, a guy like Jordan Mecca, you know, really gives you a good defensive presence with shot-blocking. Uh, Rodney Howard, who was I thought he did a good job defensive presence on 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 Saturday, especially with some of the foul trouble he ran into in the second half. Yeah, and he did, he did some things. There's a couple times where I thought he actually got all ball and was, he had a nice wall up. But and those are things that I mentioned in the first segment. That's just part of the game. Sometimes you you know because the speed of it, you know, the, you get a call that goes your way, and sometimes it doesn't. But uh, um, you know, so he and he did a nice job. You know, at the elbow there on creating what we need to create. Look, we we run Princeton. That's what we do here, and we do a, we do a lot of cutting and moving and and flying around. And uh, um, Rodney has started the year pretty good at it. Had a little bit of a drop off in the middle of the year. Got injured, and hopefully he can get us back. Because right now we're scoring better. We are. I don't know if you have the numbers there of the last six games. What we've been offensively. I would say overall in the league we're pretty good defensively. We're still having issues offensively. If you look at what's the biggest thing we've got to clean up, and that is our offense. Part of that is we got to be better in transition offense and not turning the ball over because when you are having those scoring droughts you can't be turning the ball over um and then you know people asked about saba saba had a personal issue personal family issue or personal family matter on saturday is why he did not come to the game but it was nothing negative it was a it was all positive there was nothing negative with his uh, family matter it was a positive situation and it wasn't negative but he wasn't able to attend the game and um Saba's going to be good too look I, he hasn't got as much time as his other guys as of late he's just got to stay with it he's got to compete he's got to get his motor going he's got to continue to to have lock in i believe in his ability for the long term he's got to get stronger in the weight room he does have a lot of skills he is tall but he's got to he's got to keep every day developing that competitive fire that competitive excellence that motor and a lot of that will happen through living in the weight room he's got to just buy into that weight room being in the greatest shape of his life with conditioning he's really improved his cardio work but he's got to but he's got to just keep living in that weight room that's going to be a key for his development moving forward all right i'll cut you a break i will look up those offensive numbers over the last six games but i'll do it during the commercial because we're running behind we'll hit another timeout again phone lines are open for you 404-231-1680 you can also drop them on twitter just reach out to me at andy demetra it's the josh passer show and it's right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? (laughs) Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. 
Discover Dahlonega, the heart of the Georgia mountains. A top pick for any adventure, take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills. Explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options. And dub the Napa Valley of the South, make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries. Plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October. Learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org. It's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey guys, B. Finn here, and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak. And you can get yours today at your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful heart. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, wherever the mission takes us, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. College basketball is back on Sirius XM. On ACC Radio, there's live coverage for every college basketball team in the conference, including live games, plus 24-7 talk and analysis. So cheer along online or on the Sirius XM app and listen to your favorite team anywhere. And now as a college student, you can stream your first three months of Sirius XM for $1. Fees and taxes apply. See other details and subscribe now at SiriusXM.com slash ACC Basketball. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Stream every Georgia Tech game totally free on the all-new Fan app. Download it now for Apple or Android and listen to the Jackets anywhere. There's no better source on Georgia Tech hoops than the coach. This is the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. The Josh Passner Show is brought to you by Coca-Cola with zero sugar and now even more delicious is the new Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. The best Coke ever. Find out for yourself. We'll see it in McCamish tomorrow. 8 p.m. the tip time between your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and North Carolina State Wolfpack. These teams were scheduled to meet in the regular season in Raleigh last year before COVID issues scuttled that game. So Georgia Tech trying to pick up a four Four-game win streak over the Wolfpack. You are uh, have never lost to Kevin Keats, and Georgia Tech is still the only ACC school that NC State head coach Kevin Keats has yet to beat. So uh, a lot at stake for the head coach in well, addition to the players as well. Don't say never. You can't ever say My wife would tell me never say to never. But, um, <laughs> but uh, no, I hope that we keep that streak tomorrow going. We really need a win, Andy. We really need a win. They need a win, so two teams needing a win. And um, we just got to play really hard. Uh, NC State is a good basketball team. They got, you know, they got hurt. They lost their starting center, Manny Bates, at the beginning of the year, who's 
who was probably the best defensive five man I, in the ACC, at least by preseason projection. I was going to say he would, he would have been probably the defensive player of the year. So I know that was a big loss for Keith. And it's in, you know, it's a different loss for us, but it's like losing Parham. You know, you just, those things are, those things bite you in the rear. It's like losing Howard for that stretch during the middle of the year, all those games. It just really hurts you. And to win in this league, you've got to get a little lucky and stay healthy. And that's kind of like us last year. We were able to win. We stayed healthy with COVID all the way to the last game when we played Loyola Chicago with Moses Wright until, until that COVID issue. And um, you've, to, to win in this league, you've got to be good. You've got to be able to score, but you've got to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And the health things are sometimes out of your control. And we've been, you know, we would have three or four more wins. Our record would be different if we had Bubba Parham this year. Because, you know, we'd be, you, you need a third score. And I think us and Louisville are the only two teams with, two, with only two guys in double-digit scoring. Not, and I don't even know if Louisville has anyone in double-digit scoring, but we're the only two teams in the ACC with two, only two double-digit scores. Every other team's got a minimum of three. And to win in this league, you've got to have three dependable scores every time you step on the floor. Now, versus Miami, Debo Coleman really made some big shots, hit some big threes for us. Um, and so that was really good. Miles Kelly hit, a, hit you know, played well. But we just, you know, again, to win in this league, you've got to have three guys who can who, who night and night out are getting double digits for you. That's really important, and that's where we're missing. You know, if we had Parm, it's not like we'd win the national. You know, we'd be number one and win the national title, but we'd be a different record in a different place in the standings right now. And um, that's the way the ball bounces. And so you look at a team like Florida State. It's not that Leonard Hamilton all of a sudden has forgot how to coach. They've had some guys lost lately to injury, and their team's not as good when you lose guys to injuries. And and then you're relying on a lot of young guys, and that's what's happened to us. We just, you know, we're relying on a lot of young guys. We were counting on Bubba Parm to be a 30-plus-minute game guy, score, defender, and that bites us in the rear. And um, and and just just part of it. And that's why you got to have good depth, which we have good depth, but we're a lot of young depth. Now, all that minutes that those young guys are getting, it will pay off for this stretch run for this year, but also going into next season. So we just got to stay the course, Andy. We got to keep getting better. I, I, our team has gotten better. We're still a work in progress, even to this late in the year, because there's things we'll continue as a staff to, to, um, you know, to to adjust and be, you know, flexible. And how can we continue to tinker and get our team better? And we're constantly doing that. And you know, our teams have always, a lot of times, have gotten better later in the year. And some individual guys have continued to improve. You look at like guys like Davon Smith or Debo Coleman or Miles Kelly. They've continued to get better. Um, and um, and you know, and that's where NC State. You know, they got some great scores. They got the kid. The freshman. Well, Turquavian well, Smith is the one you're talking about. Smith's yeah. a freshman, and he's putting up incredible numbers as a freshman. Sebron is putting up some. He's had, I think he's had some triple doubles this year, but he he's, he hasn't. But he's come close. He he's he's really those two guys are really good. And you know, I've always said, as you have great guards, you can win a lot of games. And they've got great guards. And you can look at guys like Helms, Helm, who's been there a long time, who can really shoot it. Um, if they had Bates, they might be in a totally different. Obviously, just like us, if we had Parham, we'd be in a different spot. If they had Bates, they'd be in a different spot. And um, you know, they got they got guys that can shoot it. And um, you know, they they're they're a very good basketball team. So we'll have to play really well tomorrow night. Uh, should be another fun game. I hope we come out on the on the win spot on the other end. Um, 
on the other when the when the scoreboard strikes zero, we got more points than they do. And um, but but you know we're getting better. But you know, Andy, for us getting better, we are in a scoreboard, the business of scoreboard with a win and loss. And you need to show, you know, you need to you need to show for it. And I know as a head coach, we're getting better. It's just you need to show for it with wins. And this league, look, the league is really good. And you, what you see is that it might not be the league where you have the one seeds for the for the NCAA tournament, but you have great parity from top to bottom. Where it's just there's no more of there's just an upper tier and a bottom tier. Everyone's really good. Everyone can beat anybody. There are no off nights, or it's just it's just a hard league, and we're in the middle of it. And considering what we lost from last year's team, you include the injury with Parham, we're just, you know, we're fighting every day. We're just, that's kind of where we're at. I know we had a question on Twitter. Yeah, we'll take a break first. We're taking an early break, Andy. Well, I, you know, we could have gotten to it, but you, you had a, such a wonderful soliloquy. we got to stay a little on schedule. Okay, though. I want to stay on schedule, but one last thing, just just talking on, on the league and for this week, because we got a big week coming up because you've got, yeah. you've got, NC State, and what's interesting, we played Saturday versus Virginia. Two travel games last week. You played Saturday, Virginia. You come home late. Boom, quick turnaround. We do a quick workout yesterday. We have a quick workout today because we play tomorrow and uh, at 8 o'clock. And you got to remember, these guys are in school, and school at Georgia Tech is hard. It's the most rigorous curriculum in the country. And I know we got to go to break, Andy, but what I'm trying to tell you is the, the, the people don't understand unless you've been a Georgia Tech, if you've gone through this as a grad, as, an, as a person that's been a student here, this is an incredibly tough school. I think it's the toughest curriculum of any power five school in the country and our guys are have to go to school there there is no online classes here there is they're in class every day all day and then they come to practice and we're we're counting on them to to produce for us so there's a lot of demands on them and that's where i keep saying we mirror the student body nothing happens overnight i believe in getting old staying old and getting old and developing and when you develop it takes time and we see young guys getting better. We just got to stay the course. I love our group. Let's get hot here starting tomorrow. And class will be in session at 8 p.m. tomorrow at McCamish Pavilion, Georgia Tech versus NC State. We'll take another timeout. Back for more with Josh Pastor after this. It's the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is proud to be the official craft beer sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's number one selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA and check out their location on the Eastside Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, and handmade cocktails, plus live music and so much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. No one outfits golfers better than Edwin Watts Golf Shops. We've been fitting golfers since 1968. Utilizing cutting-edge fitting technology, we'll analyze your swing and our foresight launch monitors and fit you with the perfect club, pair of shoes, the latest golf apparel, golf balls, bags, and more. So come by today for your complete custom fitting. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. 
It's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey guys, B. Finn here, and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak. And you can get yours today at your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful heart. Hardware, folks. Discover Dahlonega, the heart of the Georgia mountains. A top pick for any adventure, take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills. Explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options. And dub the Napa Valley of the South, make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries. Plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October. Learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org. Becoming America's best-selling brand means you never settle for anything less. Like the Ford F-150, with its premium-grade muscle and finely-tuned intelligence, it's a beast with brains. The Ford Bronco Sport, with unquestioned toughness and capability, it's built to take on the mountains. And Ford's complete lineup of all-wheel drive SUVs gives you the power, style, and space you need for life on the go. Contact your local Ford store for exclusive offers on Ford's full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Sales claim based on calendar year sales. Here comes the slam! Scandi Energy is proud to partner with Georgia Tech Basketball. And just like how the Yellow Jackets set the Nets on fire in the 404, Georgia residents will be fired up once they see these hot savings on natural gas. See for yourself by calling 877-GO-SCANA or visiting ScandiEnergy.com. Missing out on these rates would be a flagrant foul. So call the right play and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit ScandiEnergy.com for great deals on natural gas. Every Georgia Tech game is on Atlanta's flagship station for the Yellow Jackets. This is the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. The latest on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. All right, Coach, let's tackle a question on Twitter. This one comes from Anthony he wants to know two questions. When you play small and you have either Jordan Usher or Khalid Moore guarding the other team's big, do you consider more pick and roll to help space the floor out for Michael DeVoe or Kyle or Davon Smith and expose that mismatch? Also, Anthony wants to know, do you coach Davon to get that mid-range jumper? Anthony says if he can get consistent with it, he will be unstoppable. He seemingly gets to that shooting spot whenever he wants, and his best ball is ahead of him. Yeah, Anthony, great two questions. Thanks for uh, tweeting in. Um, Really appreciate that. Uh, What I would tell you on the first thing is when we do go small, offensively you're putting Jordan Usher at the five spot or at the elbow to play through him. Jordan Usher's a really good passer. Now, there's times he makes some turnovers. been a couple times where the bigs, like Jordan Mecca's just got to catch the ball. He had something to just go out of his hands. They've been layups. Um, So, but, but. Picking and popping is fine, but the, the issue is is you when you in, in, within the offense that we run, you already have five out when there is a ball screen because you've got the other three guys beyond the three-point line. And when you set that screen, if you don't get any pressure to the rim, it doesn't suck anybody in because the objective is just kind of make – teams come in and you know suck them in to be able to kick out from open shots or re-attacks so we do like even with the 
a guy like Usher or Khalid Moore, if they're at the five there, to, and we're smaller, to pick and roll, to, to create some help from the defense. Now the new thing to do now is a lot of teams are are switching, and, and it's easier to switch when we're smaller. And when that happens, that's a great opportunity for us to then get a guy like Usher on the perimeter to be able to drive that big um, or shoot the open three if they have two guys to the ball. Now the best way to do that when we're small, Anthony, is to try to get a naked side pick and roll. Um, what do you mean by naked side? But, but naked side meaning that we there's the corner's not filled. It's an empty corner, so the ball's on the wing, and there's nobody below. It's the corner is empty. We call it a, na- a naked uh, ball screen, side pick and roll, and you're coming off. So if, if a guy like Usher and two guys go with the ball handler and Usher, instead of rolls, pops back and you throw it back to him, he's able to. He's open for a shot. He's open for his drive. Or if they switch and you throw it back to him and um, – um, and there's a guard on him, he can either throw it right back to DeVoe cause then the, or whomever came off the ball screen and then re-attack that on a drive. Um, but you want to be able to create that to be able to get some spacing on that. Now, it, the, the, the offense would be most effective when you got a guy like Ben Lammers or Michael or Moses Wright because uh, their ability to shoot, their ability to pop, their ability to pass, that's when it becomes really dangerous and really highly effective. And um, um, so we're constantly moving, I believe, in player movement, ball movement. Um, there's many times where I know a lot of people say, well, why do you have Rodney up there? Is he better down by the basket? But, you know, right now that's not a strength of his um, is, you know, right by the basket and, and shooting hooks. And I believe in the, the flow of the, of the play after the play and the movement and the rhythm, flow, and energy. And there's some times where just over dribbling at times and I've talked to our guys that we can't with that 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 ball's got to move like a hot potato we can't massage it can't give it a headache we've got to move the ball the open man's the go-to man the go-to man's the open man and those things are really important as we move forward and the second part Anthony on your question on Davon Smith he is getting a lot better he's got a great pull up right now um, you know, a mid-range pull-up because he's got that burst when he can play downhill and put force and velocity at the rim or at the defender to be able to do that, and then boom, pop up and and um, and and stick that you know mid-range shot. Um, there are some things that we can do, Anthony, that we're trying to incorporate to get him to be able to go downhill after some movement, and then we get him coming up top and then drive the ball and pull up jump shot. We do a lot of that with Devoe. You know, we put a, the we put a lot on DeVoe, especially opportunities to go to his left hand to try to be able to score going downhill. That's where I mentioned in the first segment, you know, um, you know, I would like to see him get to the free throw line more with as much as he penetrates and drives downhill. Um, and uh, so we're looking at that in different ways to put Smith into that areas to do that. We got to keep tinkering and, and, and figuring that out. But I, I like where we're heading. We're working on things. We're getting better. And again, like I said, Anthony, earlier or last segment, look, I get it for Georgia Tech, Yellow Jacket Nation, for everybody else. We, we, you, I know we're getting better, but to show that you've got to see the wins. I mean, there is, it is a scoreboard out there. This isn't intramurals where you, 
where he's just sub in five and five, and and it's only the clock's running, not the score being kept. This is the highest level of college basketball, and I get it, and I know our team's getting better. Our young guys are getting better. We just now got to put that 40 minutes together. Like, I think Kyle Sturdivant's gotten a lot better. He's improved. We just got to put that 40 minutes together and and start doing that, you know, in these these games starting tomorrow night so we can come out with, with victories. Anthony, thanks so much. And it might surprise some folks. Your leader in field goal percentage in conference play, Davon Smith, 52.4%. He's shooting efficiently against conference opposition. And, and, and he, I don't, where is he on rebounding for conference play? He's, he's got to be up there in defensive rebounds. Oh, I love when you put me on the spot. Talk for 20 seconds and I'll find it. I know you got something on your mind. Well, I'll occupy 20 well, seconds. I would like to say uh, roses are red, violets are blue. Andy, you're my guy, and we love you. Oh, wow. That's off the top of your head? That, I'm was, impressed. Rough, that was tough. Uh, Dave on 3.3 rebounds a game in conference play. Now, Jordan leads the way 5.9. Michael's averaging 4.4 in conference play, 3.9 for Mecca. But then there's Dave on at 3.3, you know, so he's certainly and, sticking and you know, his since, nose in. And you know, since my time here, I've been real big. I've oh, always yeah. been a big believer in guard rebounding, sticking your nose in and getting defensive boards. And you got to be uh, have a hard hat on if you're a guard at tomorrow versus NC State. They are a little undersized, but they're backcourt dominated. They've got one of the best offensive rebounders in the conference, Darion Sebron, who does line up at guard. So those guards will certainly have to contribute to the glass work tomorrow. Georgia Tech versus NC State will tip off at 8 o'clock. We'll get some closing thoughts from head coach Josh Pastor, plus some keys to a fifth straight win over the Wolfpack. That is all next on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Hunk of junk, jalopy, hoopty, whatever you may call that vehicle you need to get rid of, Tommy Novus Center calls it life-changing opportunity. When you donate your vehicle to Tommy Novus Center, you donate a perfect job opportunity for people with disabilities. Tommy Novus is no fuss. We'll tow that unused car away for free while you just sit back with that warm and fuzzy feeling knowing you bettered someone's life today. And did we mention, it could also be tax deductible. Call 1-866-NOVUS-AUTO or visit TommyNovusCenter.org to find out how to turn your jalopy into jobs. Whether you're driving for distance, pitching for precision, or putting to win it all, come to Edwin Watts Golf Shop to get custom fit for all your clubs throughout your bag. Hit a few balls and let our team show you the latest swing technology and data that will help optimize your game. Having each club tailored to become your gamers will help you start shooting lower scores. Let Edwin Watts Golf Shops help you make every shot the perfect one. Come in and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, wherever the mission takes us, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. It's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey guys, B. Finn here, and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak. And you can get yours today at your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware. 
college basketball is back on Sirius XM. On ACC Radio, there's live coverage for every college basketball team in the conference, including live games, plus 24-7 talk and analysis. So cheer along online or on the Sirius XM app and listen to your favorite team anywhere. And now as a college student, you can stream your first three months of Sirius XM for $1. Fees and taxes apply. See other details and subscribe now at SiriusXM.com slash ACC Basketball. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? (laughs) Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. The Coach Collins Show, the call of every game, and Atlanta's hometown team bringing you the latest on the Jackets. This is The Fan. Georgia Tech basketball continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Get some final keys before we tip off at 8 tomorrow at Georgia Tech and NC State. First, though, Coach, want to slip in one last question from Twitter because Troy has been such a faithful listener of the show. And Troy says, in honor of Miller Pulp's belated birthday and his well-deserved status as MVP of the Josh Passner Show, Coach, who is your best teammate ever in either high school or college? Well, Troy, great question. Um, And uh, I've had many great teammates in high school and college. And when you win a national championship at the University of Arizona, you would say you would have multiple um, great teammates. And um, I've had quite a few, so it would be hard for me just to name one. Uh, Who's the one that you look back on most fondly? Good question, man. There's a lot. Of, I've had a lot of good ones, Troy. Um, you know, I was really close my first two years at Arizona with Michael Bibby. Uh, we were really, really close. Um, uh, I was really close with Jason Terry. Uh, was really close with Miles Simon and Michael Dickerson because I was in the gym with those guys all the time. And then later on, I, was, I got really close, obviously, with Jason Gardner. But for, when as a player, looking back, some of those guys I just mentioned, I don't know if I could just single out one. But Troy, I do got to mention my wife would probably be my best teammate. I just got to throw that in there, you know, even though she, I didn't meet her until after college. A good Valentine's Day answer to that question. No question and, about and it. I, and Valentine's, with all due respect, I just want to win the game tomorrow. That will be my Valentine's. Just as my wife knows and my daughters know, hey, <laughs> we'll, we, we win the game. That will be your Valentine's present. And did you folks know that after Valentine's Day, Georgia Tech is 13? and one in the ACC the last two years. So yes, the best days are after Valentine's Day with Georgia Tech basketball as well. They take on North Carolina State, which as we said is lost six straight this season. They will come in hungry. They will come in determined but they're allowing 42% from three in ACC play and Georgia Tech has won four in a row in the series and look forward to another exciting one at McCamish and we'll see you at 8 o'clock tomorrow. If you can't get there, you can listen to us 7.30 to tip time on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend sports. Now that we wrap up the Josh Pastor show, Coach, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you so much. Go Jackets. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. And happy Valentine's Day, most especially to Miller Pope. He's Josh Pastor and, of course, our Hall of Fame network engineer, Miller Pope. I'm Andy Demetra. Great to have you with us tonight. This has been the Josh Pastor show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. 
Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is proud to be the official craft beer sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's number one selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA and check out their location on the Eastside Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, and handmade cocktails, plus live music and so much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. Discover Dahlonega, the heart of the Georgia mountains. A top pick for any adventurer, take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills. Explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options. And dub the Napa Valley of the South, make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries. Plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October. Learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org. No one outfits golfers better than Edwin Watts Golf Shops. We've been fitting golfers since 1968. Utilizing cutting-edge fitting technology, we'll analyze your swing and our foresight launch monitors and fit you with the perfect club, pair of shoes, the latest golf apparel, golf balls, bags, and more. So come by today for your complete custom fitting. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, wherever the mission takes us, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. You've been listening to the Coach Josh Pastner Show, live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets hoops and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Watches and whiskey. Do I have your attention? <laughs> this is Jonathan Geller at D. Geller & Son Jewelers, and we're celebrating summer and Father's Day with something we've never done before. This Saturday, we'll have Atlanta's biggest and best selection of new and pre-owned Swiss watches under each of our roofs. We're talking fan favorites like Tissot and Omega, showstoppers from Rolex, and it gets better. With help from Old Fourth Distillery, we're providing complimentary whiskey tastings while you browse. It's this Saturday, June 8th, in all three D. Geller & Son showrooms. Learn more at dgeller.com. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why.